Hey everyone, if you've been enjoying Straight Talk with Storm, I just want to let you know that this podcast is easily created with quite a friendly learning curve on Anchor, A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M. It is also distributed to many, many podcast hosting channels via Anchor. I can't suggest it more. I personally enjoy it. And thanks so much to Exotic Vivian over at T as in Tom, S as in Sam, E as in Elephant, G as in Glue podcast, which can also be found via Anchor, Spotify, and all other means. But yeah, Anchor.fm is great for all your podcasting needs. You should get on it. Hello, this is Seductive Storm and welcome to my podcast. I hope you'll enjoy it from time to time. It'll just be me talking to you on topics and other times I'll have co-hosts or people that I'm interviewing. So get ready for some real talk with Storm. Hello, everyone. I just wanted to let you guys know, first of all, thank you so much to everyone who has been thanking me for creating this podcast. Um, Those of you who may not know what you're listening to, although you should, this is Straight Talk with Storm. I'm known in the industry as Seductive Storm, and I have been a companion uh, for 18 years total, although I did retire uh, twice for about a year each time. But overall, I've I've been doing this a long time, and I've made a few interview and podcast rounds this year, and I just felt like there was a need for a podcast that was relatable to everyone. or at least to the online community of sex workers, one that encompassed and welcomed everyone to the table, Uh, not just the elite, not just the upscale, not just the VIP, but even the mid-grade and the the lower bracket, Um, because everyone needs to feel some type of support and education in this thing. And so um, I hope each one of these episodes will be enlightening to you or make you laugh. Some might even make you cry. Some might make you angry as shit with the things I say or the things other people who are on here are saying. But at least we're opening a discussion and hearing each other. So please tune in every episode and I hope you'll enjoy it. Thanks. Thank you for tuning in. Um, This might not be the longest podcast that I do. Um, but I'm really only supposed to be making one of these once a week and releasing them once every, you know, two weeks. But I just love you guys so much and I love the feedback that I'm getting. And I think with pushing and promoting this podcast at first, it's okay that I have a shit ton of episodes launch wise. Um, eventually, I'm sure it will die down and I will stick more to the routine that I had planned for every two weeks. But sometimes 
I just love you guys and I love the love that you show me. And so I decide I'm going to talk to you. <clears throat> um, first of all, I hope we're all going to get through this coronavirus scare. Um, it is getting nuttier by the moment. And the current POTUS <laughs> has said it's a hoax. You know, just when I think he can't sing anything dumber or more stupid, he, he does. He manages to surprise me. And I'm sure he manages to surprise many of us. To those of you who still somehow find a way, a way to believe that he's making America great or that he is worthy <laughs> of your applause or your vote again, you realize that this man is basically saying that something that has taken people's family members, colleagues, and made them sick or has killed a few people and not so few in other in China where it started, and they're people. I know it's not our country, but they are still people. And they and 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 let's face it, they make a lot of what we use, you know. We could be a little more appreciative and give a damn that they're losing their lives. And to have a current sitting president say that it's a hoax is ridiculous. When we've got cases in or we got one case in Oregon, three or four cases in California. Um, they thought they had a couple of cases in Florida, but so far um, those people tested negative. Um, come, come on. We've got up to 80 people who, you know, needed to be tested in New York. We've got the people who were on the cruise ship. Um, this is no hoax. This is real. So let's talk about what do we think this is going to do to us for business? Um, again, I'm human and I'm a parent. So I'm worried first and foremost about my family and my loved ones. Um, I think I would probably be the one at the most risk because I do suffer from um, psoriasis, which is an autoimmune disorder where my skin fights itself. Um, and I also suffer, unfortunately, from um, also an intestinal ailment that is also um caused by an autoimmune response that my body shouldn't have. Um, that I inherited from my mother. The psoriasis, on the other hand, um, we cannot figure out how it happened. Um, I, I never had an issue. I had hives as a child, but I never had an issue with my skin till about two years ago when we installed our pool in the backyard and I got bit by something and it just, it just went to hell from there. Um, and, but, um, I use lots of, you know, salves and creams and I do the best I can to keep it under control, um, and to not let it get so out of hand that it, it ruins, you know, my appearance or anything, but, it, but it's a hard struggle. But back to the, to the, you know, what we're talking about, the stock market, Wall Street, all that stuff is already taking a huge hit. Uh, today was the worst drop they've had since the 2008 recession. So what do we think it's going to do to our industry? Um, and, and just to even our traveling and things. Like for me, um, my 50th birthday is coming up in April. I'm not celebrating it till June because my oldest son turns 27 in June. And we both love Miami so much. And... um 
I love going to different cities and just having fun. I try to make money while I'm there too, but some of my trips, you know, like I'm like, let's face it, touring is not what it used to be. And so I try to just go places that I wanted to see anyway. I'm like, I plan a trip to New Orleans in April, which is closer to my actual birthday. Me and my life partner are going. Um, I plan on possibly advertising for there, but no matter what, we're going just because it's something we both wanted to see and enjoy. I've never been. But it's it's getting to a point where I'm like, you know, even worried about things like that. Because like for my birthday, we're doing some stuff that's making me have to pay kind of big monetary deposits. And... um because I want my whole family around me for my birthday. You know, all five of my children, my grandchildren. Yeah, I'm going to do some grown-up stuff that's separate from the family, of course. You know, I'm going to go hit the clubs in Miami and stuff. And, yes, I'm turning 50 and I still turn up, okay? But um, I want us to have a really nice time. And I want to show my children what the fruits of your labor when you work hard and your focus can allow you to do. Um, and so this trip is important because especially for my two youngest, this is going to be something that they haven't experienced before, anything on the level of this kind of greatness. My kids haven't experienced it before. Before, the plan was I was going to have a big 50th birthday party back home in Maryland where I'm from with my elementary school friends, my high school friends. But I'm putting that off for next year because that's going to be in Miami also. But I just really couldn't afford it. Um, what I'm doing for my birthday in June is still no small venture as far as cost but it's not nearly as costly as the party with about 100 guests would have been so but you know me and my 31 year old daughter were talking and we're just like you know i'm betting i won't get my deposits back if the coronavirus gets to a point where you know <clears throat> we can't function the way i wanted to for my birthday um, then we're looking at, you know, that's just going to be money lost. Um, I hope that doesn't happen, but it's, it is, it is a real thing right now. Um, and then like, you know, my significant other and my 17 year old son and my son that's going to be 27 in June really feel like, um, and some Chinese people have leaked in the medical medical profession and science profession, that this is kind of a man-made thing. Um, a lot of these countries start investigating how they can use chemical and biological warfare, and then these things happen. Um, I'm not as much of a conspiracy theorist as my family members are, but uh, I think there might be some, some reason to this one. Um, but we're looking at where they're considering in some places closing schools if the outbreaks get bad enough. I'm having people telecommute for work in school, you know, everything online. So in our industry, do we then, and for me, I've always wanted to do the cam girl stuff and, and get more into the webcamming, but I just simply have never really had the time to dedicate to it like I wish I did. But now we're all looking at a situation where if we cannot go out and meet with people the way we normally do, how do we charge them what 
the rates we're used to charging for in-person meetings um, online. I don't think we can, probably. I think it would be impossible. But yeah, like I'm starting to try to figure out methods of making money if it gets to a point where we can't meet people in person or we can't travel to tour. We can't do fly me to use because people are getting sick. Um, my, and I'm going to try to take my own advice on this. I would say OnlyFans is great. Don't get me wrong. But I would say now is a great time to set up clips for sale or I want clips or uh, a stream mate. I let all of mine expire. So I got to turn in all my proofs again by now, I'm sure. Um, Because like I said, I started them and then I never went through with them. And I bought a domain to start selling, you know, um, photographing videos of myself. And I never used the domain yet, but perhaps it's a good time to use that as well. Um, This is really a good time for us to be considering how to make money virtually. Uh, We might have to go back to Skype shows. We might have to go back to things that, you know, we kind of left in the in the in the decade before now or that we at least haven't done in the last five years. Then the issue becomes, um, how do we get the men who are used to the more real-time meetings to even be interested in that? You know, because I'd say, you know, only 20 to 30% of our clients usually are interested in the virtual way of doing things. I mean, now maybe more will become interested as as this gets worse. I really hope it doesn't get worse because I have my own selfish reasons. Like I said, my family, my birthday... Um, and my travel plans for the year, but I used to work in the medical profession and I'm a realist and I know what quarantine is like. I, I used to work with HIV patients and tuberculosis patients. And, um, I totally, totally, totally get, um, what it is to put on all of the medical gear. I've been trained. I know how to wear the precautionary things correctly. Um, I would teach some of you all if I was around and able to, because it's important in something like this. So I'm glad I have that skill and can tell my family the correct way um, to fit the mask to their face, the right way to put your gloves on and your gown, the right way to cover your hair and your shoes. And then how you remove everything from the inside out. You never touch the outside of your gown or your gloves or your face mask, but that's a whole nother lesson. Um, We're just looking at a a very interesting industry. And for those of us who do GFE, we're looking at, um, (laughs) you know, let's, let's face facts. Coronavirus people can be sick and not have symptoms. So do we now make, do we now make it a standard when it gets worse, if it does, and they're thinking it will, but do we now make it a standard that we're, as GFE, no longer doing kissing and everyone's wearing a mask? Like we're handing people literally mask and hand sanitizer as soon as they come in for real world meets. These are all things I've been thinking about in my head because I know I'm not in a position currently to completely not see anyone. Don't get it wrong. Now, I haven't actively seen a client probably since uh, I guess August um 
just because I had to change my household a bit because I'm setting up a photography studio in my house and also um, a studio that I can, you know, also use for um, making this podcast visual so you all can see it as a video feed. Um, And so because of that, and because my granddaughter and my 27-year-old son um, have moved to Georgia from Maryland, and while he has his own place, and they're mainly there from time to time, I do have her for two weeks at a time. Um, And so things just changed in my household to the point where it's harder for me to host in-calls now. And um, I'm still trying to learn Bitcoin as well. So advertising the way I want to has been difficult. And to be honest, I started a whole new persona, which my whole plan um, was to remain semi-retired as Storm and the new persona only do multi-hours or fly me to use because um, I'm just trying to only work when it's enough money to make me feel like I need to work. Kind of like Layla Ali saying, like, if the check's big enough, she'll, she'll come out and box. And I'm kind of there now. But um, things have gotten slower, even within web design and assisting to the point where soon I may need to be a little more proactive and actively seeking clients. And especially when I'm traveling, don't get me wrong. Like I said, I only pick cities to go to that I wanted to see anyway. So it's kind of like a workcation when I go places. But um. I definitely want to be able to continue to afford to do what I want when I want. And because of that, I need to supplement my income again with me actually being more active as a sex worker myself. Um, But back on topic, I think we all need to think about our health safety precautionary measures. Um... If you're feeling cold or if you're like me and you're already sort of immunosuppressed, we've got to be extremely careful. Um, I think we need to start really signing up and pushing all the online virtual dates that we can, selling picture sets and stuff that we can. And then we need to figure out how to let our male clients know that we're doing it. Um, Instagram, Twitter, They work great for some people and for some people, not so much. It's crazy. Instagram and Twitter work wonderfully for me for promoting all my other business ventures. As far as um, sex work, I've had a few clients come to me and tell me while they're here that they did find me on Twitter. But I really don't know an honest answer as to how many people, gentlemen, that I've actually gotten via Twitter. Um... I'm sure it's been some, I just don't know how many. But I just want us all to be thinking because a lot of us have gentlemen callers and suitors who are um, involved in finances, stockbrokers, attorneys, physicians, um, CEOs, and things of that nature. And I'm betting that some of them are freaking out about spending their money at this point, especially with investments they may have made tanking because of people being scared because of the coronavirus and I'm not happily interested 
and how it's going to affect us. I hope it doesn't because I just think we've been getting hit for the last two years. Ever since FOSTA SESTA, we've taken so many hits and it seems to just never stop. It's hit after hit. It's laws, then it stings and it's just, and then it's violence and, and then it's stigma and marginalization and misogyny. It's like it's a never ending cycle of just emotional and physical stress that we as sex workers are put through all the time. And it's just horrible. And I just, seems like just when there's a break and you're getting a light in the tunnel, everything goes to shit. Um, like me, for instance, um, I've had a really good run the last couple of years with assistant clients. And lately, um, some of them have had health crisis um, mental crisis or business just being slow for whatever reason to the point where they either are stopping sex work because they can't continue on or because or stopping because they can't afford to keep an assistant because, I mean, they have lives too and things they got to pay in their real life. And so they can't afford to pay me anymore. And um, it's been really tough for me ever since December and um, I'm like the rest of you. I'm good at smiling and keeping a pretty face and acting like it's not rough. But it's been rough. Um, and I just dust myself off every day and I get up and I say, you know, nothing's going to stop me from achieving what I want. Nothing's going to stop me from celebrating my birthday with my family the way I want. Um, I You only turn half a century old once, folks. And I'm not going to let anything keep me from celebrating that as Big and bold as I can. Um, I've had a lot of ruined birthdays. Um, Birthdays where I spent them crying. And this year, I'm determined it's going to be amazing. And I'm hoping that a lot of you that are listening, if you need an assistant or a web designer and you are still in a situation where you can afford it, I hope some of you will consider hiring me because I hope from listening to my podcast, You realize I'm a straight shooter and I'm honest and I'm genuine to my core. Um, One of the reasons I'm up tonight is because someone I work for unusually stopped communicating hours ago. Um, She doesn't work anymore. She's a business owner that I work for. But I'm still very worried about her. And um, I don't have to be, but I am. Um, even the ladies who I no longer assist, um, all of them, except for the one who was very disrespectful of how she was supposed to end our business arrangement based on my 30 day notice requirement. But other than her, everyone else, pretty much I have stayed in contact with, I check up on from time to time just to see how they're doing because I'm a genuine person and I do care how they're doing. Um, one of the ladies I used to assist will actually be on my podcast and she's so badass and many of you know her and, um, I still regard her as an awesome and amazing person. Um, she did things for me, was there for me and even taught an OG like me things without her even knowing that she did along the way. And that would be Miss Penelope Waters of New Orleans. I still have so much love and admiration for her. And I think she is a kick-ass 
bitch. And, you know, I applaud her secretly in my head all the time because I think she's really amazing. And if you're a gentleman in the New Orleans area and you're into femdom because she is a dom, I suggest you look her up because she's she's really an experience and such a great person. But back to the matter at hand. Um, I really seriously want us to be prepared because I've asked people about it and everyone's like, well, you know, I'm not going to worry too much about it because we can't do anything about it. That's great. I mean, I get it's like it's really like the flu, HIV, any other contagion, right? And that you can only do, you know, the normal, healthy and necessary medical things that we're all taught to do to avoid transmitting anything. But in this regard, as far as our industry goes, we just going to have to be prepared, folks. Um, Start getting your virtual ways of making money together. Um, when you do this virtual stuff, be absolutely sure and clear that you're moving your money the minute it hits the account. Do not trust any of these venues with your money. If you are using Cash App, Venmo, PayPal, any of them, move your money instantly. I lost three bank accounts last year and it was not fun. It was not pleasant. And I know plenty of girls who it's happened to. There was a girl on Twitter. I can't remember who it was, but earlier this year, just maybe a month or two ago, she had over 20 grand in OnlyFans and lost it all. Move your money as soon as it hits your account. Transfer it instantly to your bank. I'm telling you what I know. And I know banks are hard to trust too, but your bank usually won't shut you down as long as you don't pay for any ads with your bank card. As long as you don't make any purchases that are red flags with your bank card. And as long as you don't use an email or phone number for that bank account when you sign up that are associated with your sex work persona. And as long as you're careful and you don't let other people know too much of what you're doing so that a hater can go and report you to your bank. Um, but yeah, like just be super careful. But we need to be vigilant in preparing so we can still make money. Because horny men are still gonna be horny. Horny women are still gonna be horny. Horny couples are still gonna be horny. Horny transgender people are still gonna be horny. <laughs> horny non-binary people are still gonna be horny. So we'll still be able to make a living. It's just that we might have to think of some really unique ways of doing it. <clears throat> also in coronavi coronavirus dumminess, only in America, and I wonder if other countries laugh at us, because you know other countries call us dumb Americans all the time, right? I wonder how many countries, like, really laugh at us, because <laughs> the Corona Beer Company tanked about $35 million, I think they said, in sales, because people are scared to drink the beer because they think it's somehow associated with the coronavirus. I'm telling you, you can't make this shit up. Sometimes I'm actually ashamed to say I'm an American just because of how ridiculous, biased, and small-minded we find a ways to be sometimes. Like, it's, it's, it's pretty sad. Um, and they even had my 14-year-old daughter believe in it. She came home from school, and at first they thought that coronavirus would, I'm sorry, that corona beer would cure 
coronavirus, which was even dumber to me than saying that it causes it. I just, I just, some people just like stop. Folks, it's not a hoax. Coronavirus really exists. Secondly, Corona bear has nothing to do with coronavirus. So let's just stop all that craziness. It makes no sense. It's stupid. Can we please, for the love of God, just stop being idiots? I, it's, it's really not too much to ask. Can we just stop being idiots? So to go over the point of this podcast very quickly, first it was to tell you guys thank you for your support. Secondly, it was just to speak on the coronavirus and the effects it may or may not have on our industry and how we can stay healthy, hopefully, um, but also how it may affect our travel, how it may affect our money in general, and how it may affect our industry, period, and how we may need to move to a virtual way of making our money the same way kids may have to be moved to virtual schooling and people to virtual working from home until things cool the hell down on this. Again, I'm hoping for the best because I don't want to be confined to this house. I, I, The main goal I set for myself turning 50 is that I'm going to travel and then I'm going to start checking things off my bucket list. I'm going to you know, go to f- cities that have certain foods I've always wanted to try and I'm just going to do so much. And... Um, I just want to live. I just want to have fun. My mom died at 57 from lung cancer. And so much of my life has mirrored my mother's life exactly, even though she didn't raise me. Her mother raised me. Me and my mom were more like siblings than a mom and daughter because it's what it always felt like. It felt like she was an older sister and we're almost twins. We almost look just alike, only I have fuller lips. So for me, um, I feel like every day counts. I feel like every hour counts and I always feel like, God, am I going to be dead in seven years because she died at 57 and my whole life has mirrored hers so far, so many ways, Um, except for my mom had one child. I had five. My mom for a short time was a sex worker as well. I never knew that till I got older. I did sort of have an inkling because on the school bus and at PTA meetings, I noticed other kids' mothers didn't like me because most of their dads had had affairs and fallen madly in love with my mother. My mother was a beautiful woman. Like I said in another episode of this podcast, my mother had seven engagement rings at one time. My mom was a triple OG triple. She was beautiful. She was elegant, always dressed to impress. And eventually, she became a minister. My dad seems to think that's the exact same thing that's going to happen here. I just think maybe my ministry would be different and not so much based on religion, although I'm a Christian, but I feel like to reach more people who may need my help, I just want to be teaching love and respect and educating and uplifting the sex work community and women, just women. Um, I don't care if people are sex workers or not. I'm a feminist to my core. And I just want women to know they don't have to settle and they don't have to be submissive to men and, and that we are men's equals. And in some some societies or ancient societies, we were actually considered even better than them. And I just, um, I don't believe that 
in order for a woman to be successful, she has to be submissive. I will never believe that. I will never teach anyone that because to me, it's a bunch of bullshit. And I'm not an angry black woman. I'm actually a very happy black woman. I'm just a black woman who doesn't take shit. Um, but yeah, let's get prepared. Let's start thinking about, let's start, everyone should be getting out a notepad and should be thinking about what you can do to stay in business during this coronavirus outbreak um, that seems to be inevitable at this point. Um, like, seriously seems to be inevitable at this point. Um, one of the counties that's, well, the I think the only county in California that's had now three cases is actually the county where one of the agencies that I assist is. So, as you can imagine, I'm very, very worried about it. Um, because if that becomes really bad there, I don't know how it's going to affect their business, which then trickles over to my wallet and me being able to take care of my family. So again, um, if you need a website, ad copy, banner creation, um, mentorship, social media management, and assistant, I make the most, um, towards my life from assistant work because it's more consistent it's a monthly thing um so i'm really seriously looking for more assistant clients and i would love to have another agency with at least five girls that i can assist um because that's that helps me and my family immensely um i know the laws i know um what we're facing when it's more than one person, I realize that it's a very, very slippery slope and that we have to be very cautious. And I am excellent at screening and I am excellent at communication. And I seriously, seriously, seriously would sincerely love to find another agency who needs an assistant, an assistant that they can trust, and an assistant that will never give up their information. <clears throat> I do sign non-disclosures also, assistant clients. Um, I recently been assisting an avian star, and I did have to sign a non-disclosure when I began working for her. And I totally respect that non-disclosure. Will never, ever, ever say who it was that I was working for. And um, that kind of stuff is seriously, seriously, seriously um, offered by me. And so any of you that need services, agencies, or independents, um, please check me out. It'll be very helpful to me during this time, and it'll be very helpful to you, too. If you can afford it, I understand not everyone can afford an assistant, but if you can't afford an assistant, like I said, I have other services that I offer and maybe we can help each other. Um, my company site for things of that nature is taken, T-A-K-E-N-B-Y-S-T-O-R-M dot co taken by storm dot co um 
And then for those of you who want to follow me on Twitter, it's at SupergirlStorm or at SSPodcast1. S is in Sam, S is in Sam, Podcast1. That's my same name for the podcast on Instagram. Again, I just want to say, you know, I'm so happy that so many of you have told me thank you for doing this. Because I just want everyone to feel welcome. And if you're interested in being a guest, please visit the website, which can be found in the link on the uh, Twitter account for SS Podcast One. You guys have a great, wonderful weekend. Please be safe. Remember to screen. Um, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye.